The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If, after I depart this veil, you ever remember me and have thought to please my ghost... Forgive some sinner and wink at some homely girl. The great but flawed H.L. Mankin. The following is dedicated to all the previous versions of me that had to die so I could be here. Your sacrifice is noted. I need to know who you are. Now to a death investigation in Texas where authorities are at odds over whether a 28-year-old man died in an attack from a mountain lion. So two days ago, I'm walking out. I'll be damned if that didn't look like a motherfucker in the, the ghillie suits, okay? You're saying you saw a ghillie suit, somebody that looked like they were in a ghillie suit in the woods. The dude that I saw disappeared. I couldn't find him. It was a very gruesome scene where there's a lot of blood. Becca thought I was crazy. No one believed me. He was standing up when he was attacked, and he was found laying down in some brush. Next day, Fisher and the kids are running around his grandparents' house, and they're like, this bush took off running. He said they were talking in deep voices. His neck was ripped out, basically, so it was consistent with a wild animal. I'm eight miles from where that dude died. I know. What killed that guy? Gilly suits. And I texted Becca. She said Betsy was looking into the dark woods, waving her hand and saying hi. Did you hear that, Clint? I think I've had people out here for who knows how long. I'm not kidding you. What makes you think that it's 
It's an invisibility cloak. What the fuck are you even saying, though? These are some militant survivalists, top of the line. You cannot find these beasts. I'm telling you, Clint. And no one believes me. This morning, he had Rosie and uh, Happy, those two bird dogs just flanking him. They wouldn't leave the side. There's someone at the pond. There's someone there. And the dog's just going fucking crazy. So tonight, you know what I did? I marched through the woods. Come on, Gilly. Dude, you're the wood pussy. You're the wood fucking pussy hiding in the shadows. These dudes are in fucking ghillie suits. And I know there's three for sure. There's three. I'm going to come out there. Something's going on. I believe that everything that you've experienced is true. The kids have experienced is true. I just don't think it's survivalist in the woods. They're banging the fence over here. Some weird stuff, dude. It's been intense. We started this conversation talking about what the Crow Indian old people were afraid of. Yeah. The Devil's Creek. Yeah. It's about things in the woods. You're in the middle of the biggest mystery going on at the moment, bro. Have you ever seen a translucent person? I've been walking through the darkness of the woods not calling Gilly. I would say I was fucking crazy. The craziest thing about this is you actually thinking that it's people. Someone's banging on the fence. Like it's like someone's back here hitting metal right now. If there's survivalists in the woods who are trying to remain hidden, why would they be banging a fence? Because I've been talking to them all night, calling them wood pussies. (laughs) I'm serious, dude. Okay, I'm going to put you on speaker. Hold on. You'll hear it. Hold on. You didn't make that noise? Dead ass silence. Do you hear that? It sounds like something's walking by you. That cattle ranch, it's huge. I'm down in a creek. I'm in the creek right now. There's trees. Yeah. 
and there is something right here in my kidney. Holy shit. You hear that? Dude, I found him, Clint. The scent of the falling rain and head for the place it is darkest. I follow the lightning and draw near the place where it strikes. This is really strange. I've been working on this for the last couple of days, and in doing so, it's like I opened up a box of mementos from a past life. I don't even know how to explain it. Not only did I have a bunch of audio files, but I had the follow-up conversations with William after his phone dropped, and I couldn't get a hold of him. And I thought that the spaceship had officially taken him. You know, remember what that caller said about the thing that can fly 600 miles an hour and pick up a cow? I thought that he had been taken by the Shepicon. Anyway, um, now it's late at night and I'm at home by myself, obviously. And I'm pacing at this point, pacing back and forth. I can't believe it. And I felt a spark inside of me around this story that I haven't felt in a long time. And I'm going to share with you the next three audio files that I recorded. One with William, and I immediately started recording the podcast. And even though at that time um, I was getting a new machine, the one that I'm working on right now, the one that I had been using had gone pretty quickly into disrepair and there was a bit there where I really couldn't do anything. So I was just trying out like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to record it the way that I can. And we'll see if we can make this work. But I had to get my thoughts out. It's really strange because it makes me sad to hear myself then knowing what's coming so I'm going to play these couple of things for you and it's William then I'm recording the start of the podcast and then he calls me back 
and we make plans for me to go out there the following day. A couple of words here about William because we've been having a laugh behind the scenes at a review that was obviously by some Sasquatch Mafia member just trying to shoot holes in whatever it is that I'm coming up with these days. I lived with William for several years. I mean, the guy is my brother. He's got one of the best hearts I've ever met in a human being. He's loyal, funny, smart. He's the best. I usually use criticism as a engine for a fuel to my fire, as it were. But it really bothered me, one particular thing painted William. The guy's a badass. Collegiate athlete. I mean, could have gone pro playing tennis. His father is a championship professional bull rider. He actually hunts monsters and has the skins on the wall to prove it from Alaska. I mean, these are family, right? And as you'll hear here in a second, you know, we tell each other that we love each other. Man. If you don't do that with the people that you feel that way about, you're missing out. I'm telling you. I can't stress enough how much it hurts not to hear I love you. So I'm going to play these three audio clips back to back to back. And then I'll pick up the story from there. You there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Where are you now? I'm back at the house, dude. I'm filming the weirdest shit you've ever seen. I'm just sitting here filming it. With your phone or what? No, it's my phone. Okay, well, if you're filming with your phone, then we can't be on the phone. So call me back. Hello. Okay. Podcast recipients and fans of the spoken word, welcome back to the official podcast of record. Your one and only, the top good. Number one, in your hearts, on your minds, and in your subscribe buttons. Welcome to 2021, B. It's okay talk. This is Clinton. And, uh, (laughs) this isn't exactly how I expected the return pod to go. But, things tonight took a different turn. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you got some videotape footage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just weird shit, dude. Yeah, obviously. Hey, if you want to come out tomorrow, I'll walk you through the fields. Are you about to go get in the bed? Yeah, I, yeah, I hear probably pretty quick. Okay, good. This is my singular focus at the moment, this story from LaPan. We can go to where that dude was killed. Yeah, yeah, we'll do the whole thing. And we can, dude, we can walk it. No kidding, man. I'm not fucking around. It's bizarre, to say the least. Two days ago, I spent like an hour talking to Carrie about it. Because I am absolutely dumbfounded by what the fuck is going on with that dude that was killed. It didn't click to me with what Becca said 
Betsy bed until tonight. And you I know it's weird, it. dude. We talked about we talked about that. Not you and me. I'm talking like with like Becca. There's some weird shit going on out here, man. Yeah. Some weird um, ass shit. Obviously. Okay. So go get in bed and get at least a good three hours, and uh, let me know when you leave. I mean, I'll come to Fort Worth. We'll hang let you do your work or whatever, and then whenever you can break away, we'll go out there. Yeah, I'm meeting my dad for lunch at 11. I've got like a 10 o'clock Zoom. Would I not be invited to lunch with you and your dad? Dude, heck yeah. Okay. We need to be spending some time together any fucking way, and if we aren't going to Junction, then this is way more important than Junction. No, we're going to Junction. Yeah, but I'm saying this is way more. This is insane, William. This is this is exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, I've been obsessed with this for the last couple of weeks. This is what I do, man. Yep. This well, is what the fuck I do. This is this is some weird shit here. I'll tell you that. Okay. All right. So, and you're at the house. Yeah. Okay. Get some sleep. I'll talk to you here in a bit. Word. Okay, buddy. I love you. Later. You too, dude. So this is Heather. Um, I'm just... While your husband urinates in the background... (laughs) So, I just want you to say, you're listening to OK Talk. So good. It's scary. Hell yeah, I am. Okay? You're you're listening to OK Talk. So good. It's scary. Now sound like you want to sell it to me. I don't know how to do that. Now you just, yes, you do. You're listening. Oh, like like a Get witchy with it. Creepy voice. Oh, okay. You're listening. Creepy talk? <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> creepy talk. Jay talk. I love it. Creepy talk. You're listening to creepy talk. <laughs> You're listening to creepy talk. As I was originally telling the story of Cougar Hollow, I mentioned that William and Becca were at my friend David and Heather's for a a dinner and a hang. First time in several years that the five of us have been together. I'm blessed beyond blessed to have friends like this. I mean, I have a picture right there on my mantle of the five of us from 2003. That's just how I roll with people. Maybe it makes me naive because I just expect people to be good to each other when they call each other friends but trust me i've figured out that ain't always the case and just because it's my podcast and i can do what i want i'm just going to give you a tiny dose like one minute of what it's like to be around me and my friends because this is a lovely mrs heather hatchett original song with william playing backup guitar sunny have a ground 
But I mentioned that we were having a dinner party and that happened to be just a few days after the incident in Lapan with the guy getting his throat ripped out and all the aftermath of it. Because of the wacky year of 2020, that Thanksgiving, I actually went and had Thanksgiving and stayed with William and Becca out at their place. There were a couple of things that happened that were interesting now looking back at it. It was very light and very nice and fun, and we had a great time. But um, Becca's sister was there, and I hadn't seen her since their wedding, and she's talking to me, and she's asking me all about the podcast and stuff, and she's like, so do you really think there's such thing as a Bigfoot, you know? <laughs> I tell her, I don't know anything about any of that. All I know is that this is what happened to me, right? And William's like, play that, play that howl or whatever from Falk. So I played the Falcow and uh, the dogs, all of the dogs went absolutely berserk. And I've had people tell me that have had, especially right after it happened, that they would play that audio file and their animals would freak out. But not when they heard me howl. That was something completely different. Becca's sister's eyes got real big and she was... It was obvious they were looking around, they were running around, barking and freaking out. But I'm really glad that I have this little bit of audio from later on that evening when we're hanging out with Fisher, his son and uh, his eldest, Stella, and William and I walking around the farm. And you can hear, well, you can just hear how light it is, okay? I'm terrified right now. My feet are exposed to the elements. I'm not supposed to be walking around in the grassy parts. And nary but me toes exposed to the elements. And there be insects that sting and everything from here on out will scratch you, cut you, and bite you. The copperheads is what you want to say. Yeah, okay, so let's go in so I can put my pants on. Dude, look at that rock. What about it? It's a rock. It's a fossil, man. Uh, that's where I took, that's where I it's an old seabed. <laughs> hey, come back over here with that freaking light, man. <laughs> I'm not even lying. If I step on a scorpion, I am pissed. In fact, like, I will be so ticked. <laughs> if I die by scorpion bite, I'll never forgive you, William. I'll never forgive you. I'll haunt your grave till the end of your times. Boy, I will come to my funeral from the netherworld. Fact. And I'll whisper into your kids' ears at night. I thought those was people. I thought cactus was people. They don't turn into people until like 2 a.m. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh. What's the arrowhead? Over there, probably the on the arrowhead. <laughs> you seem to probably die about right. Mm -hmm. uh, then that old man shoots that cow with the bus full of school children yeah, watching. That's just genius how they like it. Mm -hmm. So you don't see it, but you see it. Mm -hmm. 
So that would have been uh, November 26th of 2020 is this audio. And then it would have been January the 6th that I went back after talking to William about the men in the woods. (laughs) It's giving me chills right now just to even think about it. But that's the timeline that we're going to go over here. Look, I remember what happened when I went out there for those couple of days. And I certainly remember pretty much that month and a half where all this was going on. And one of my very, very, very best friends in the world, she asked me if um, after being back a few days and noticing how I was acting, if I thought that there was something bad out there. And I'm not going to give anything any kind of an excuse but I think we both know that whatever I was out there to draw attention to just like um, another place I talk about quite a bit didn't like the fact that I was getting in its way and to be honest with you until probably the last hour I thought there was one really strange thing that occurred and then I spent time going through all the audio and I got right back in that place and it it was and it is scary you know I don't know what else to tell you I'm not going to pretend like this stuff doesn't bother me especially when it does that's the thing I'm doing this myself I'm not um following up some 30 year old story and trying to pretend that I can inject myself into it and maybe use that to make money off of or no man I'm doing my thing because all I know is if I'm going to tell you about it I'm going to tell you what happened to me and maybe my interpretation of it I'm not going to try to tell you that I know what it is or that I can make any sense of any of it because I can't but a damn well sure can tell you this I've been to these places multiple times and there's a whole different kind of ball game now you're going to want to go ahead and be sure that you're on the Facebook page for the OK Talk pod I mean you can even take a stab at hollering at Dadis Perry he's cool like that also I haven't said it in a while but uh, it's definitely made a difference recently but um, if you would take a moment to rate and review the show also subscribe to our YouTube page because that's about to get a lot heavier with actual videos in fact I think I found some today tonight whatever from Cougar Hollow that'll make more sense here in a little bit now I'm going to step out of the time space continuum for just a second because the mood dictates it for sure well after I get back from Lapan I googled Bigfoot reports in Parker County and of course the BFRO website came up and 
This is when things went fast forward. Not only was there a report in the area, quote unquote, there was a report from October of 2020. You know, that's the month before November. I also found one in Hood County that I believe was from 2019. Both of those reports were investigated by a gentleman named Gary Christensen, former Air Force pilot. I contacted the BFRO and got a hold of him. We spoke on the phone in March, again because a series of unfortunate events delayed us speaking again. But I called him yesterday, and he called me back, and I talked him into talking to you for a minute. Now, this is a rather short clip of our conversation. I'm going to release the whole thing as kind of a bonus podcast. That'll be like the next thing that I put out, and you'll love it because he's got stories galore. And he's a real person. It's not, you know, his buddy. Going, hey, man, yeah, you know, I don't even saw show in the air. You do know that those podcasts are doing that to you, don't you? Anyway, I didn't mean to take shots, guys. Sorry. So anyway, I'm going to bring Gary on now, whom I reached via the miracle of telephonic communication, even though the CIA on multiple occasions tried to shut down the information line. Gary joined us from Parts Unknown, Texas. We can start like this with just the fact that after all of that stuff happened with William um, at his place, I had the idea to look up, and I looked up Hood County originally. Uh, I looked up Bigfoot sightings in Hood County, and the FRO website came up, and there was one from 2019, and the guy said he was driving on Tin Top Road, from LaPan down to Granbury. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. Big thing steps out in the road, stops, doesn't look at him, stands there for a couple couple seconds, takes one step and walks into the woods. And that was 2019. And then I got the idea that there wasn't anything else, like any – it's crazy. People think with the BFRO website, like, oh, yeah, I'm sure, like, there's hundreds and hundreds of reports from these counties. There were seven total for Parker County, seven, going back to, like, 54. But one of them just so happened to be October of 2020 and uh, is so close to the area of which we were speaking that I, like, my jaw dropped when I saw it, honestly. Would you say, how, how long have you been investigating out there particularly? Oh, no. Oh, no. Dude, what is going on with this? This is crazy. Okay, I was joking about the CIA, but now I'm kind of convinced of it. (laughs) I mean, I was doing a whole setup, and then you laid out on me. You weren't there. So so sorry about that. That's why it took me so long to call you back. Yeah, yeah, you were probably talking, and uh, you wondered where I was. Yeah, I was. All of a sudden, I couldn't hear you talk anymore, so I just said, that, "Well, it sounds like uh, your phone quit again." So, well, yeah. I, did, I am calling this the curious case of Cougar Hollow. So, it is very curious that for whatever forces do not wish for us to speak on these matters. But basically, I was saying that when this first happened and William was telling me about it, my initial idea was to go Google. 
Bigfoot reports in Hood County, of which there aren't a bunch. There, people would think that, oh, I'm sure there are hundreds and hundreds of them. But, you know, for Parker, I know there were seven total going back to 54. Yeah. And the one in Hood County was in 2019, um, a guy at 11 o'clock at night driving from Lapan to Granbury on Tin Top Road. And he basically said that something stepped out in front of him, didn't look at him, stood there for a couple of seconds, and walked into the woods. Right. And I noticed your name was uh, the investigator. And then when I looked at Parker County, though, that's the one that made my jaw drop because, like I said, the first one in Parker County, I believe, is from 54. Um, But the latest report was from October of 2020. A couple yeah. weeks before things started over there. Yeah, a, a rather strange one uh, in that it was in the middle of the afternoon. Um, I went out and took a look at the area. Uh, Brazos River is there. It's uh, uh, the old highway bridge uh, is where the witness saw it. Um, it was um, upriver a ways. Um, it was at a distance, but its movements um, did not remind the the witness of anything that a human would be doing. Very odd behavior, and it was out on a sandbar next to the river, and he was, yeah, I saw it kind of kicking in the water, and he thought it was trying to kick a fish out of the water. Uh, thought that that's maybe what it was up to, but from its uh, size and shape, and location, uh, he couldn't understand why that would uh, be a human. So, and this was a husband and wife, and they were just going to go down to that. That place is famous. That little catfish joint there on the plaza. Everyone in the area knows about it. And because of COVID, they didn't know the hours that they were open. So they had gone for sort of a late lunch, and I think they were told that it would open at 4, and uh, drove up, immediately drove up, and that bridge goes, of course, across the river, and they were just kind of up there sightseeing and and see this thing. Yeah. Um, a guy who uh, worked with the, the water uh, at um, uh, gas and oil um, pumping sites. Right. So, uh, yeah, he'd had some other encounters. He had, he told me about some other places that that had spooked him, um, and so he had a few other tales to tell. So, so, the really interesting thing, though, of all of the, as we were talking about it initially, was you telling me that that there, and you listed in both of those encounters that are listed on the CFRO site that there that area this portion of texas which would essentially be south of interstate 20 if anybody wants to look at the state and know that interstate 20 bisects texas going from shreveport and the border of louisiana all the way out to el paso so south of 20 is basically where not only it's is it south of the interstate it's where the topography of texas changes right the the soil is different. I mean, the land, you know, whatever you would say, the crust is different. It becomes primarily limestone and 
the beauty of South Texas in the hills begin to reveal themselves as you go that way. You had said that there have been like a, a there were a lot of reports in that area through the years. You mentioned one that I thought was really interesting about some sort of a ranch or something. Uh, that was the first. Uh, I think the ranch one was never uh, published because the witness <clears throat> asked that it not be published. Um, this was a very large ranch. Um, the gentleman uh, that it, I talked to was um, Hispanic. His dad had worked on his ranch on this ranch for most of his life. Uh, the son had grew up on the ranch, and uh, he had a feeling that uh, the ranch. Uh, owner would not be happy if any publicity w- was made about anything that occurred on this ranch. And I'm sure there's probably activity that's that goes unreported, but uh, he gave me some uh, fairly interesting encounters that uh, he and his dad had had, um, what you would call a Class A uh, sighting, which is actually seeing the creature. Uh, he had a lot of other stories to tell that uh, were uh, very Bigfoot related. Uh, one of them was um, a tree shaking and some vocalizations that occurred across one of the ponds on the property that uh, didn't fit with any kind of natural occurrence. It wasn't the wind or anything, any other animal over there. There was something over there that was shaking a tree that, that a human wouldn't have the strength to shake and uh, was trying to, um, he felt, uh, intimidate them into leaving that part of the property, uh, which I believe he did. And then his dad had a dad, and, and he had an encounter when they were out hunting at night on the property, and um, had a something paralleling them in a creek as they were walking on the road, and um, it got very aggressive and uh, made some. Uh, loud vocalizations and uh, tree shaking and everything else and appeared to uh, charge toward them. He said most people would have run the other way, but not his dad. His dad uh, thought it was a trespasser, and so uh, he charged uh, whatever it was in the the woods with his gun, and he said, I'm going to get you, and whatever was in the woods turned around and took off, and they could hear it going through the brush and, and moving at a speed that no human could have moved. So uh, he thought that that was an encounter that they probably had. Uh, one of his friends saw uh, <clears throat> what he described as an ape-like looking uh, creature on four legs that uh, ran across the road, and he, he was assured uh, in his own mind that it was not a hog or a, a deer or any other uh, natural animal. Um, so that was another one that occurred on that ranch. So we comply with people's wishes if they don't want uh, the reports published, and that's what we did in his case. Another one that's right down there, very close to that same area, was another one that was unpublished by a lady trucker. And uh, hers was very intriguing. She said right up front, I don't want this published. I'm a lady trucker. If um, uh, any of the any of my male counterparts uh, knew that I'd submitted a, a Bigfoot report. I'd catch nothing but grief from them. So I said, that's fine. We'll keep whatever you tell me confidential, and we did. Um, and uh, she was uh, 
driving an 18 wheeler in to drop a load off in one of the gas storage sites, uh, uh, Granbury and uh, Weatherford. And uh, just off of that road down there, there's a couple roads I believe that go down there. Uh, it might have been Tintop that she was on. Anyway, the what occurred with her is, is she was pulling into the access road to where the gas pumping and storage facility was. She said a white Bigfoot ran across the road right in front of her. She could smell the stink. She said its eye level was level with me up in the cab. That's how big it was, and it went over the fence where I was to drop my load and ran uh, beyond the range of my headlights. And uh, she said she sat in her car for about a half hour, didn't know what she was supposed to do, and finally you know, she said, well, i got a job to do. So she went over and unlocked the gate and quickly dropped the load and, and got the heck out of there. But uh, she was uh, very... Uh, a believable, a sincere, and um, I believe that, that she saw a white Bigfoot down in that area. That's crazy. So there are, there are several uh, occurrences there. Yesterday, as in Friday, I started going back through all of the audio that we got once I got out there. It's when I realized that I guess I had packed some stuff up. So before I tell you about tomorrow, let me tell you about last night. We get off the phone. I'm super excited. Gonna get a little sleep real quick. And before I went to sleep, I took my notebook and wrote down some notes. Like, be sure to grab this stuff tomorrow before you leave. These are the kinds of things that we need to do, ask, find out about, etc., etc. And then I went to sleep. Again, all of this, I completely, I don't think it's that I forgot it, it's that I threw it away. So I, I remember waking up that morning and I actually talked to Jera on the phone at some point when I got up. But I went and got my notebook earlier while going through all that audio because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't missing anything for this portion of the story and right here on the page underneath you know, drone clothes rifle is the following and it says last night I was on the side of a massive wall and it had faces of people in it people I know mostly not nice people I could hear her voice calling me on the other side and I kept calling for her but she couldn't hear me and she finally gave up and moved away. As I was going through that audio last night, man, it all came flooding back so fast and it messed with me a good amount. Because I came back saying that the only thing that I knew had happened was um, something threw a rock at me and I heard something. And that was it. The people that I told about it will confirm. That's all I said. I'll just tell you right now, I didn't, by the time I make it back home after this, I didn't get out of bed for two days. And things took a turn for the worse for me.
again, that thing that I've been talking about, about how things have tried to keep me quiet or tell me not to say anything, that thing right now when I'm talking to you is telling me, what are you doing saying all this? There's no reason for you to say all this. There's no reason. These people don't want to hear this, Clint. They don't want to hear it. Nobody wants to hear it. And everything that I have inside of me is telling me to get up, turn this thing off, and walk away. And I'm not gonna. And I can't. Because now I know that if, uh, if I would have talked about it then to the people who were listening to me, they may still be around, you know? Things may have gone different. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to look back and say that I could change anything. Obviously, it happened the way it was supposed to happen because we're here right now. But that doesn't mean that it's not fucking scary. There's been a lot of healing going on around this parts and a lot of understanding due to some really weird events in our lives and serious events in our lives that have brought a bunch of people back from from the sunny slopes of long ago. And the people that you meet in your life and the people that you befriend, those encounters and those bonds, they could go 15 or 20 years and you not see them. But waves of people will come and go in your life and they'll shine for a while in this marvelous show. Be appreciative of them when they're around and be sure that they know how you feel about them because you don't know when they won't be anymore. I'm just going to go ahead and warn you. The rest of this podcast isn't nice because whatever is going on out there isn't nice and there isn't any way for me to sugarcoat it for you. You want to see what it's like when you have things on your property that you don't know what they are? Let me show you. Let's go back to Cougar Hollow. They just look like bushes. How tall were they? Very tall. How, like with your hand? Can you... Like, probably like up to there. Up to this, like nearly close to that, the ceiling. So that's like seven feet? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, they were really tall. So when you say it looked like a bush, like what color was it? It was like kind of like green, like light green, or like light, light green, like sort of more like towards the bottom, and then it, like more dark green towards the top. Dark green? Yeah. So today, William, we yeah. went to, so we took apart the crib that we moved into the trouble bed, and the crib was in Fisher's room, and I was going to go put it in our pot house over there, because that's where we keep all our mattresses and beds that aren't being used, and so I took it out, that door by the outdoor shower, and I looked over, and the pump house door was open. Are you serious? And I was like... I'm not going in there. Like, why is that door open? It's always closed. And then, so I was like, I'm waiting for you to get home to this up. And then when we were leaving today to go to the library, I looked over and that door was shut. Are you kidding me? No. But 
It was really windy this afternoon. No, that door shouldn't be open. I'm going out there right now. The, I'm serious. Yeah, that it, door should not be open. Does it have a latch Dude, on it? that's our water supply for this house and their house. The pump house. Oh, water. Come here. Come on. That big okay. red one. It was really open? Yeah. yeah. And then closed? Yeah. Like, it'd be hard for the wind to blow it open? Yeah. Yeah, but I saw it open first, and then it got windy, and I saw it shut. So I don't know, like... But Dad said one, um, when she was making seafood at night, she heard footsteps outside. Who did? Stella. And she went to go tell Mom. And Mom didn't believe her at first. But where was this? She's making soup in here. She's, she, so she heard footsteps out there too? But what is this? Is that a belly button right there? I think maybe so. to the grief eater it's something I don't even doesn't make me comfortable to even say it this uh, cold front moved through and it uh, blew the sky completely out The stars are out of control right now. But I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, even though there's this brilliant sky or whatever, I've definitely noticed some lights in the woods. It's a lot happening, kind of, right now. But this tree line over here, I would say at the moment, this is the tree line of note. It's where the most bizarre sounds have been coming from. And it's also where two-year-old Betsy waved into the darkness and kept saying hello. To something. 
I got this feeling like, um, like I'm holding my breath for something. Like just a pressure on my chest. Almost, um, almost like I'm trying not to draw attention to myself at the moment. There's a whole lot of this that feels way too familiar, though. I could be see, seriously see this being a situation where if I could uh, get Becca to go along for it, that I could ask her to record, I mean. way too often I'm literally paralyzed at the moment I want to shut my eyes I want to shut my ears I want to put my head under something to make it go away I'm trying So yeah, we saw lights in the woods, weird voices, and I think something threw a rock at me, but none of that matters, and all I'm just going to do is play you the next, it's uh, a little bit over a minute, and this was just me. <clears throat> outside of my car by myself and I boosted the audio and we can talk about it I'd love to hear your thoughts
very, very fucking weird out here tonight.
Nothing's gonna take you from me 